Are you record? Are you recording it or no? Right now, yeah. Oh. I was about to argue. I don't even. I mean, you know, it's Jesse. It's 169 episodes now. Don't you think it's time for us to do some kind of a new opening? Like, I feel like it's time for me to open the show. Like, I tried to do it that one time, and like, like I, on episode like 20 or something like that. Yeah. And you didn't fucking allow me to do it. You used uh-huh. it as a sound bite as the at the end or the beginning. <clears throat> like you, you I, I mean, come on, man. Let's face it. We're getting stale. <laughs> and, and we need something. We need some new, something fresh, something new. We need that new, new, Jesse. The new, new stuff? We need the new, new. The I new. think we need a new intro. Okay, let's do it. All right. You, you guys, got, you got it. I got it? Do it. Hold on, me? <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to well, do it. Well, I mean, I say we need new, but I didn't mean like, well, I wasn't like talking about like me. I was thinking like maybe Beto should do the open the show or maybe something. Beto, you want to open the show? Uh, no, I'm good. All right, fuck it. Let's just do what we always do. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And... The Mouth of the West, Joe Ramirez. Welcome back, everyone, to another week of Third Party Controller Podcast. Boys, how have you been? Boys and boys. Andy. I got a bone to pick with somebody. Mm-hmm. <gasps> you want to do this now? <sighs> Let's do this. You, What's your bone you, to pick? Who are you going to bone? I, no, not Whose like bone that. are you I, picking? Trying to, oh. I got a bone to pick. Boner picking? Why are you picking boners? I've been looking Where? around the, the IGs lately. Oh, yeah? The Insta of Grams? And there's a, there's a certain someone out there who's claiming to be a, a wrestling super fan. What? And, and Wait, wait, wait. So this person know, who's making a claim. Claiming not- they love 80s wrestling. Uh-huh. Claiming they know all of the, the legends <laughs> and all <laughs> really? the guys from back of the day. Did, well, I mean, um, I'm not saying he knows them, but I mean, he, he like. He Post tries to be all in the like videos. <laughs> like, he knows all these guys and shit like that. And uh-huh. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Hey, man, it's awesome that you got the WWE Network now. And you can go back and watch all this shit. But you didn't live through it like I did. I lived through that shit. So he's watching all this shit through the WWE Network. I know he is. He didn't grow up watching fucking World Championship Wrestling back in the fucking 80s like I did. He wasn't watching TBS. He wasn't watching... WCW Saturday Night like I did back in the day. I watched all that shit. Uh-huh. I, was li- I was live and in color watching fucking Arn Anderson, Barry Windham, uh, fucking Sting versus Ric Flair at Clash of the Champions 1 in a 45-minute time limit draw. I watched that shit live. Sting, Ric F- No, it actually wasn't Sting. Ric Flair, Terry Funk, Clash of Champions 10. Was it 10 or 11? Oh I think it was God. 10. Uh, like, Anyways, yeah, no, no, it was an I quit match. It was a fucking fantastic. You don't even know. Your five stars. Dummy. Dave Meltzer gave five that shit eight stars. Five stars on the WWE Network app. It was five no, stars no. on the Network app. That no, you Dave gave Meltzer, <laughs> that fucking nerd wrestling reporter dude who people, for some reason, give money to for fake, for fake news, um, gave that match like fucking seven stars. But there's only been a six-star match, Joe. Listen, man. Kenny don't, Omega. Don't talk to me about that shit. I don't, I don't make the star rating system. I don't fucking... A match is either good or bad Chica to me. Okada. Who? Bless you. Okada. Bless you. Please don't is that like otaku? Do. Please don't offend my people. I'm just saying, I don't know. He might be my cousin. He might not be. <laughs> Still might. <then>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways... 
I'm talking about the man they call Ming. <laughs> Whoa. That's my boy. Uh, and that's cool. I, I understand that. Why does it offend you? But I you? feel... Well, I just <laughs> Why feel does like, it offend you? <laughs> like, you're calling him out, but I just feel like he's just... He's like, hey, I'm just watching wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoy it, and I want to share it on my Instagram. Let me finish my fucking promo, okay. Beto. Okay. okay. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just feel like he's trying to be this know-it-all, and he's fucking not, man. I'm the originator. I'm the fucking... Ask me who main evented. Fucking give me a WrestleMania. Just point one out and tell me, and I'll tell you who the main event was. Two. What? <laughs> WrestleMania 2. Actually, WrestleMania 2 had three main events because it was from three separate locations. One of the main events was a battle royal with NFL football players. The other main event was Mr. T versus uh, uh, Roddy Piper. And then the final main event from Los Angeles Sports Arena was Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy in a steel cage. And y'all know I didn't look that shit up. I'm giving that fucking one on on the spot. I don't even know if this is right. Yeah, he's just, I mean, we don't know. We don't know. Of course he could say anything, you know? And we'll be like, yeah, Superman main evented uh, (laughs) WrestleMania 6. so what, what's, what's this all about, Joe? What this boils down to is it's simple. There's only one way. Who can watch more wrestling at the same time <laughs> at once? I can watch two hours and one hour. <laughs> There's only one way for me and him to fucking settle this shit. All right? There's only one way. No, it's not going to be a fucking wrestling quiz because I know how much you love fucking quizzes, Jesse. Oh, damn it's it. It's stupid. No. Mm. The only way we're going to. No, it's not going to be a fucking fight because we're above oh. that. We're gentlemen and we're not going to fight. The only way for me and him to settle this is to have a fucking wrestling match, a professional wrestling match. So I'm calling you out, Ming, me and you, one-on-one, pro wrestling. We'll be pro wrestling gorillas. What's, uh, what's the stipulation? Huh? What are you going to, what's in the hold bar? Hold on, regular? I'm tired right now. <laughs> I've talked uh, a lot. To, to Can you give me a minute to fucking breathe? Can <sighs> we just make it a, what kind of match? Iron Man? Like how long? Fucking as long as you can go. No. Until one of, until one of you dies. <laughs> how about your exploding ring match? Fuck you, dude. Why you not, do that dude? shit. How about we throw fucking uh, uh, tacks on the floor and you guys have to wrestle on hardcore that. match? That yeah, hardcore. Garbage, you know, dude. Yeah. Rick Flair never had to do exploding ring match. Yeah. Listen, what? Yeah. No. Ladder match. Was that Terry Funk? Those fucking that Terry Funk ladder match. match. We had that fucking ring exploded, and he went back for that the guy. The ring always broke. exploded in every ter- 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 fucking ter- ter- Terrell Funk match. <laughs> Terrell Funk? Dude, and every Tory Funk match, that shit fucking, the ring exploded. Every Tory Amos Funk match. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, calling you out, Ming. What you gonna do, brother? That's a pretty cool wrestling name, though, Ming. Yeah, it is actually pretty cool. <laughs> actually, wait, wait, wait. Like, well, if you, I mean, it's technically already taken. What? I mean, there was a guy named Ming, remember? Was there? Uh, there Haku. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually pretty good. I like Haku. Anyways, that's it. I mean, or not, man. What's you don't have to wrestling? accept. We don't have to actually do it. I'm just saying. <laughs> we could say we... I mean, I can call you out and you can say yeah, and then we could just not do it and just pretend like we did. Kind of like how Pat Patterson won the very first Intercontinental title. He won it in an Intercontinental title tournament in Rio de Janeiro. That never happened. <laughs> <laughs> they just said it happened. Um, what's your wrestling name? Boot Tickler? <laughs> el, el violador Violador yeah. What does that mean For people who don't speak Spanish the Violator Like Like uh, Like from Spawn like, No like from Fucking Buster Rhymes Violator yeah, yeah I like that one All I gotta say about this is Beto What's up fool Where you going Phil
to my pad food. For real food, nah food. Going to the store food, what's up? For real Going to the store, that's fucked up. For real food, for real food. Yeah food, for real food, yeah food. Damn food, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's not cool. Don't never lie to friends. Spider Man came out this week, and I've been playing nothing but everybody's golf. <laughs> uh, I, I I bought everybody's golf a couple weeks ago. It was full price, like twenty bucks. But yeah, I heard how 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 good it was. So I just like I said, fuck it, and bought it. It's I stayed up to like four in the morning <laughs> the day playing. It's, yeah, I I just got hooked. It's so good. It's just fun. Like I created my character. He looks so stupid, but because <laughs> I. Uh, it, it's a guy, but he has like red hair, like long hair, kind of looks like Wendy from Wendy's, um, with the polo shirt and shorts. It looks like really goofy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could just, you could customize your character. It's pretty, it's pretty fun, but just playing the game, it's, it's like the way you progress is you just play the game. The, you get your clubs. If you hit the ball well. You can level up your clubs. And yeah. doing that is a lot of fun because then you can just kind of like work your way up like and level up your, your clubs just by playing well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, playing through it, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Like, just it's just golf. <laughs> yeah. But there's some certain, certain uh, clubs that you could hit the ball better further, mm-hmm. get more control with the, the, the ball. You get certain balls that you can control better. Like really? Backspin. Like, I mean, in, in, in golf, there's you can hit the ball where it has backspin, so it'll you'll hit the ball into the green, and if if you you can hit it like a certain spot or hard enough, it'll spin backwards, and then uh, well you okay how do I explain that? Because when I would play golf, like I didn't know how to do it very well, but you could hit it, hit, use the club, hit the ball a certain way to spin the ball forward or backward using uh-huh. the club, so. You can make it spin backwards, hit the green, and kind of roll back towards the uh, the hole. Mm-hmm. So you could do that with the with the ball. You could do that. I mean, you could do that in any golf game. Like yeah. you play a Tiger Woods game, so it's pretty realistic. Uh, somewhat, I guess, kind of kind of realistic because just it's just really like a, a normal golf game, just with uh, cartoony characters. Yeah, and you can like like I said, you could level up your clubs, get certain balls that do certain things uh, but things that the balls do run out like say you, you buy a ball that has better control of the, like the spin mm-hmm. or certain balls that you can like kind of curve at angles so you can reach the, the hole easier you run out of those balls so once you use them for the certain match that's all you can like they kind of just wear out oh okay uh, so that's that's all I, I, it's just it's just golf, but it's so much fun. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like it's, it's hard to explain. Like how how it just it's so it's such a simple game, but uh-huh. it's I'm having so much fun with it. I remember, if I'm correct, I think everybody, it's everybody loves golf, right? Everybody's golf or everybody's golf. Um, that was the original title in Japan for Hot Shots Golf that, that we got was? here in America. Oh, okay, so this is basically the it's next Hot Shots Golf. Yeah, it's just not called that. It's actually yeah. given the Japanese name. If I'm okay. correct. Because yeah. I remember playing Hot Shots, and I, I enjoyed it, too. Like <laughs> you're playing it, you're like, man, they ripped out Hot Shots. It's still dope. <laughs> no, I was wondering like what it, what it was, because I didn't know that mm-hmm. it was called Hot Shots. Or... Yeah, I heard nothing but good things yeah, about it's... it. 
Like I, don't, I feel I don't know. I feel like if you don't even if you don't know how to play golf, it's just it's just fun. Yeah. Like a little party game kind of like it's just so cartoony. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff you can you can do like before you you tee off, so you'll you can uh, kind of look at go through run around the course. But like wait, literally, yeah, then? you can oh. run around the course. I don't know if there's like certain things they could find, like mm-hmm. like uh, special balls or something. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if there is. stuff scattered or whatever. So, uh, but uh, you, when you're running, like you have your arms, hands extended <laughs> out, like a like an airplane. So you're just running like that. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty adorable. <laughs> but just uh, yeah, man, I'm just enjoying it so much yeah. so far. So, yeah, just been playing that. Uh, I finished God of War. I. I didn't know the last time I, I talked about it. I was like <laughs> probably like 20 minutes away from finishing it. <laughs> yeah. So I finished that. It's so far. I mean, I I, I didn't want to say it, but I think it might be my favorite game over Yakuza 6. I, I, I love Yakuza 6 so much. Yeah, yeah. There's some things that I didn't like, obviously, like the, the long story. Uh-huh. But this one was fucking... God of War was so fucking good. The story was great. I enjoyed every, yeah, every yeah. bit of it. Like I, Even after, after I beat the story... I would go back and just like look around and explore and stuff for like uh-huh. another four or five hours and I just kept playing it. and then then um then I was done because a Spider-Man came out mm-hmm. I got Spider-Man now and it's <laughs> I said it I got Spider-Man I got Spider-Man now I got Spider-Man uh, I got the special edition uh PS4 Pro the red one it's so pretty yeah the controller I just the, the red and the white it's so yeah. it's so nice the buttons are white uh-huh. and then the analog sticks are white and the rest of it's red. It just looks so nice. But uh started playing Spider-Man. Uh, I only got a little bit into it so far, but it's it was an it was a easy transition because it was yeah. like from God of War to this, it's almost like really similar game. Uh-huh. Um just uh the world is like open world, so you just the, the fighting style is kinda I mean not the same, but there's some similarities. Um so far, what I've played, I have noticed like they took a lot of the good things that I like in other video games and put it in this. Mm-hmm. Like this, there's this. I mean, a lot of games have skill trees. Yeah. But this one has like a similar skill tree to uh, God of War. Mm-hmm. Um, opening up the map was like I don't know if anybody's uh, done it before. Uh, Zelda's um, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Just doing that, opening up the map, going up to towers and open, uh, uh, being able to see more of the map. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's kind of like a thing that's been done before, like the opening the towers to expand more of the map in I've the area. Never, I, yeah. I, other than the Breath of the Wild, uh, Breath of the Wild, that's all yeah. I've I've noticed. Um, but I I just like that you just the beginning of it, you just it throws you into it, and you just start swinging right away. I was like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. Like, I gotta know that was gonna happen. Just you're just uh, you see what happens like when he jumps out. Of, what's he jump out of? I can't remember, but he starts swinging right away, and it pauses. He jumps from his building. Is that, oh yeah, yeah, he jumps from his uh, his, his apartment. apartment, and he starts swinging, and then it kind of pauses, and I'm just like, oh shit, I'm supposed yeah, to control it, it already. Like, yeah, hold like, R two to R2 shoot to a web yeah. and to swing. So it's I, lo- I love that they just throw you through you right into it. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you mentioned the skill tree stuff because I've told you guys this before. I'm the type of player where. I will purposely not level up a skill tree until I need to, until the game starts getting hard. Because I just don't know why I like that feeling of just like, okay, let's say I haven't built it up. I haven't leveled it up at all. Even yeah. when they are like, in the game it tells you, oh, this is how you level up this. Or like certain items you have or get new tools and stuff. I will purposely not do any of that until the game gets like stupid hard. Then I will. I just like the feeling of unlock, 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 unlock. Yeah. I don't know why. I, just like that. I like it. Uh, 
the fighting in is really fun. I noticed that when I'm fighting the 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 criminals, um, I don't you I don't move the camera around them a lot because you got that spidey sense yeah. that you can dodge. dodge. Mm-hmm. And usually when I when I play games like this, like Arkham or even God of War, I would have to move the camera around to look look at the the bad guys mm-hmm. so I could fight them. And this, I just hitting the square button, trying a button, just comboing. Uh, Fighting the the bad guys, and then when I see the the spidey sense pop up, I just hit circle and just keep dodging. Yeah. But I don't, I never move the camera. I just yeah. like it's it's really comfortable. Like, it's weird how they how they how they made that happen. Like a part of like for me, a part of me wants to move the camera, but I don't need you don't to. Need to yeah, 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 and that's why it's like uh, I yeah. I feel like I should, but I don't have to. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, yeah, no, going going through it and stuff, like, and this is not really a nitpick, um. Yeah, I love Spider-Man. He's yeah. like my number one. Love the comics, love the cartoons, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But going through it, like you were bringing up, like you liked how this kind of took from other uh, other video games. Like, um, and this is not really a knock of it because it's taking something and, and like it's not really improving it, but it's like, hey, this fits in this world. But there were moments where I'm like, oh, Bioshock, or oh, uh, Batman, or oh, this, you know, and it's fine. But I'm, I'm still, besides the web swinging, I think I'm still kind of looking for, oh, this is only Spider-Man, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Besides the web swinging. But I'm not, I'm not saying that's a, that's a negative. I just noticed the first time you, you do those towers, when you unlock those towers, and how you unlock them. Or actually, no, it wasn't that one. Well, yeah, the towers one is very similar to, to Batman. And then um, when you were in someone's office in their science lab... You got to... Did you mess around with some of the tablet stuff? Yeah. yeah that was very much like, oh, Bioshock. Oh, Bioshock. Yeah, I was like, oh, Bioshock. The puzzles? You know? Yeah, those puzzles where you kind of... Oh, you know okay. how this one's like, you yeah. have to kind of move the power yeah. source? So it's kind of like a Bioshock is just like, get the, tu- get the tube like for water to oh, get water true. through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, other than that, it's not bad. I was just like, oh, Bioshock, you know? And a part of me was just like, oh, I wish I didn't just, oh, like, re- <laughs> yeah. like recognize this, you know? And it's not the game's fault because it's yeah. like... It's not boring. I'm not annoyed yeah. by it. But I've met a lot of people where I've mentioned that, and I go like, "Oh yeah, Bioshock." They're like, "Oh, that's I fucking hated that in Bioshock." I'm like, "Actually, I loved it." Yeah, I don't, you know, I, mean, I loved I like it, it in Bioshock. I, didn't, I never hated it. Like I, so far, the whatever was available to me at the uh, in his lab. Yeah, his lab. Industry, yeah. There's a little whatever's available for you, like to unlock, like the because uh, uh-huh. the the puzzles that you can do, you you unlock uh, experience points. Yeah. And then so far, what I've, the ones I've done have been a lot of fun. Just, mm-hmm. They're really simple, but just like really kind of like somewhat challenging. They're not, yeah, yeah they're, they're not, they're too not challenging to a not point yet, of frustration. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, like the one thing I'd have to say is like the web swinging is fucking awesome. And out of any, out of the, the, the two things I like the most so far that I've played is it's a, it's a living, breathing city because you haven't really gotten that. Because, I mean, in other games, like maybe Spider-Man 2, there's a couple of cars and there's a couple of people, but it never felt like it was alive. Yeah. But you could be, like, swinging in moments and people will comment on you. Or when you go down in the yeah. street, some people oh, are hey, like, Spider-Man. hey, Spider-Man. Yeah. I had this one girl who was just like, I liked your costume before. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Or like, hey, Spider-Man. can you take a picture with yeah. me? And then it's like, one girl's like, oh, my God, I want to hug you. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. No, that's, that's too much. I've like, done oh, things shit. where, where uh, I jumped down uh-huh. and then next to, next to uh, like, a pedestrian. And they just jump out and get scared and yeah, fall. Yeah. <laughs> just, I accidentally funny. bumped into somebody and they oh, fell yeah. on the ground. I'm like, oh, <laughs> sorry. No, but yeah, no, the story in Spider-Man too. It's like being, you know, being a fan and like knowing a lot 
a lot of different versions, a lot of different stories. I'm really enjoying their take on Spider-Man and what they're doing with it. And then, like, some of the nods or some of, like, the hidden, like, oh, this is cool because it's kind of referencing this. Or, you know, there's a lot of really cool stuff. And this is, like, the first time, like, in a game, especially, like, a Spider-Man game where where they're, like, to me. I mean, they did a really good job in Arkham, too. But, like, hey, here, here are the different costumes, but they actually feel like, oh, yeah, they're different costumes. Yeah. You know, they're not just visual. Because I think, if I'm correct, the costumes have different perks to yeah. them. Yeah. There's someone like, you like, silent. Yeah. And you like, sne- more sneaky. Um, that, but that's the thing. I mean, how, with how I play, I'm not going to change into any of those costumes. I'm going to keep what they have. Yeah, I usually don't either. Just when I play through it's it again. It's cool to see. Yeah. I have a problem of not going to the next mission because... <laughs> I always get a, I always get a call. Oh, there's a armed robbery on yeah. the street. I'm just like, oh, I gotta go help, uh-huh. and I'll like fight them, and then and then be done, and I'll go to the next. I'll try to go to the mission, mm-hmm. and then oh, there's a kidnap victim in this area. Go look for him. I'm just like shit. Okay, and then I'll just like I'll never do go to the mission because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I die a lot in this game. I've noticed it's like some of the stuff. With, I'm still trying to figure out how to fight, like because I. I forget to dodge sometimes, or I'll get shot, or the mm. there's like brutes, that giant dudes that just fight like that are super strong and they beat the shit out of me. Um, yeah, but I just I've uh, this is only like two hours of, of gameplay, and I just so far has been really good. Yeah, and I've been enjoying a lot. I'm looking looking forward to uh, to what the rest of the story is gonna be like. Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and and also like with the stuff about um. With like you know, if, oh hey, there's an armed robbery, or there's a someone's getting mugged, or someone's selling drugs. Like it's not. I I was worried that it was gonna be like fuck. I can't go anywhere. There's someone. There's something happening every time. But no, there isn't. It hasn't been like fuck. This is annoying. Yeah. It's usually more like oh okay, I'll go over here. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll go. I'll go save the day. Um, have you done any where it's like hey, people need help because someone got in a car accident? Yeah. Yeah, those are cool. Or car chases are really fun. Yeah. Have you done the car chases? Yeah. Those are so much fun. Yeah. Like, I've done two of them, and they're like, fuck, that was, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. This is like the movies. Just fucking swinging across city and just, like, following the car. Jump on the car. He dodged the 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 um, suspects where they have the gun. Hit them. They knock them out. Swing them into, like, a or tie them up onto, like, a, a light pole. And you just do that do with all of them. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like the. Um, I, I'm not sure of any other game. I'm pretty sure games have done this. I just ne- haven't really noticed it till now. But I like it even when you're going into just regular small fights like brawls, say bank robbery. When the fight starts, it tells you, "Hey, if you can web people on the wall three times, and if you could like get into like focus mode two times or whatever, you get bonus." Yeah. So I thought, oh, that's cool because that's something you're working toward, you know. So that was something that I, I enjoyed. It made it like. I mean, the combat's fun, but it even makes it like, ooh, now I gotta try to get this guy on the wall and then get this guy and then punch this guy in the ear and focus this. And one thing that I thought was really cool was uh, when you're when there's some somebody like robbing a store or something. Mm-hmm. When you're fighting them, you could fight them inside the building. Oh yeah, and the, and camera, the camera focuses yeah, just there just, and stays there. You're just there, it just looks so cool. It's yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. Then you get out of it and it just goes back to normal. But uh-huh. but just the fighting inside of the buildings, it just looked really cool. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. But yeah. That's that's um what I've been doing. Uh, what about you, Joe? What's up, fool? Not a whole lot. I actually have not played much video games. I finally won a game in Madden. <laughs> that was Madden. Exciting. Madden. What was the score? Three nothing. 
But it was a win. And a win is a win, so that's all that matters. So I'm three. Uh, got a game. Got a win. Uh, figured out that my PS4 Pulse Elite headset was dead. Oh, yeah. How'd you break it? I honestly think the battery just went out on it. Yeah, it's just done. I think it died. Yeah. It wasn't charging anymore. Um, I kept, like, it turns on, mm-hmm. but it wasn't picking up. Like, it wasn't uh, syncing to the uh, to the dongle, the Bluetooth. And then, uh, so at first I was like, well, maybe it's just, it's not pairing or I don't know, for whatever reason. But then yeah. I went, I finally, like, went to charge. I was like, well, let me see if it's charging. And then I plugged in the cable to charge and it's not charging anymore. Mm. It, the red light doesn't come on to charge. So I was like, well, shit, that's probably my issue. So the battery. So then I was looking at how difficult it is to, like, replace the battery and fix everything. And then I was like, okay. And then I started realizing, like, my the um, the padding on the headset pieces, it was already coming off. It's crumbling. Crumbling. So I was like, I mean, what's... I was like, even if I do replace the battery, I got to get new heads, you know, all that stuff. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just go buy a new one. So I went and I picked up the, uh, uh, you know... I asked Jesse for some recommendations, and of course he recommends me the most expensive headset there is. No, 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 I the didn't. New, the new gold one. I didn't. I like the no, a, no, the, no. the the A the I, Astro A he just fucking. Said, he says what what headset should I go for? He goes, I'm just gonna get some Turtle Beaches, and I go, hey, you know what? Turtle Beaches sucked. Yep, yep. I said, hey, try Astros. I didn't. I, w- I didn't even think he wanted to get wireless ones. I just said Astros, and Astros start off at fifty bucks. And he goes, way too fucking expensive. Nuh-uh. And I'm just like, holy shit. I'm like, damn, you want $30 ones? I didn't know what he wanted to. He's like, you hey, wait, hold like on. Hey, something. I was like, no, no, no. I said, I just said, hey, try out Astros. Because Astro headsets start at 50 I didn't think you wanted just wireless ones. Really? I, I honestly, I actually thought they only had the, the two fucking no, no, expensive no. ones. They have, the, they have wired ones. I didn't know if you were going to oh, want to go I, wireless. I just said, hey, try the Astro brand. Honestly, I've, ever, I've only then, ever heard about the ones. So I was, ex- I was excited. He's like, oh, you only just spent $300. <laughs> That's what I thought he meant. And then, and then Joe's like, look, my budget is $150 to $200. I'm like, what the fuck? Or whatever. And I'm like, holy shit, I didn't know what your budget was. At the same time, I wasn't even recommending the $300 ones. But Jesse was Jeez. doing it in his bitchy way. I'm like, so snarky no, no, because I didn't know what he was looking for before he told me what his budget was. I'm like, fine, get the cheap ass Turtle Beach ones, have those break on you, and then buy another pair. For the record, though, uh. the uh, I had a pair of Xbox 360 Turtle Beaches, mm-hmm. 7.1 surround, the whole fucking uh-huh. super done, done thing. Never yeah. broke on me. You know why? Because you never fucking used it. I No, because I used them during the 360, so I used them a fucking a lot. Oh, and for then the I actually, yeah. I used, I used them a lot, and then on the Xbox One, yeah, I didn't use them that much, but I used them a lot in the beginning because I did try to use my Xbox One a lot the first couple of years, so uh-huh. I did use them a lot, and they never broke on me. They worked. They never stopped working. So mm-hmm. that one, I, although I have heard, yes, it's very plasticky. The build quality is shitty. I would never, I would never recommend throwing a pair of uh, Turtle Beaches because, yeah, if you throw a pair of those fucking plastic things, they're going to break. Um yeah. But that that one I had never fuck never broke on me. It was mm-hmm. I actually sold it. I ended up selling it. And I was like, "Fuck, this thing still works." Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, and I'm not even bitching about the Pulse Elite set. I mean, it it served its purpose. It lasted fucking a lot of years. It served its purpose. It lasted, you know, multiple years. So I yeah. wasn't bitching about that. It's just like, all right, it's time to get a new headset. So I went and picked up the um, the PS4 Platinum, the Platinum headset. Mm-hmm. And um, how are they? Uh, I, you know what? Right off the bat, I do like the fact that 
it seems like it's a comfier fit over the head. I don't know about you, but the elites after a while when I wore them st- would like for a long sessions, like towards the end of us playing, like um, when we would have a long session of uh, uh, Dead by Daylight, yeah, they, they'd start to give me a headache. They kind of tight, right? Yeah, tighten around yeah. like above it. Right, yeah, right, like almost in the temple, like that pressure point area. So yeah. after a while, I would start to feel like, and I put those, I put them on, and I was like, right off the bat, I was like, they don't feel as tight right off the bat. That was mm-hmm. nice. So I was mm-hmm. like, I think these are going to be. Uh, it seems like they're going to be more comfortable. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I haven't really had a chance to really put them through the paces, so I can't audio quality. I don't know yet. I've heard that they're less bassy, uh, and you know how the elites were. I mean, fuck, the elites yeah. could fucking, you know, those things were vibrate, loud yeah. and they could vibrate like you know, they were fucking, yeah. So I haven't really gone through the paces of that yet, but I always kept the pulsolates low. Like the bass was, I never really, yeah. I didn't need to put out that much. So, um, so far so good. I mean, they fit well. So I'm hoping they're a good headset. About a Hyper X. Are um, they a good headset? They're pretty good. Like they're not wireless. You just plug into your controller. I, it worked fine. I just, I just wanted something that's that had a pretty decent mic too. So we're gonna talk to you guys because sometimes. The microphone on mine is just really shitty sometimes. Like, it went, like noticed. echo, it was weird. Yeah, so I just got an, uh, one with a, a better mic, and it's, it costs like 70 bucks, so it was pretty cheap. I heard it's a good head, and it's like a seven, it's got the virtual surrounds on too. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty, like the bass is pretty, it's 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 not crazy, but it's like got a, an okay sounding bass, but it's it, it did the job, it's fun, it's fun, it's cheap price. Nice. But, um, see, I'm, I'm looking to put the heads at the paces. Um, didn't really. Other than that, I played my game of Ad. Still trying. I still haven't bought Guacamelee Two, which is still on my list, and I was gonna go pick up Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I haven't done it yet. But we'll do it probably, after, you know, later today after we're done recording, or maybe tomorrow or something like that. But that's been it's been it for me. It's been a pretty pretty slow game week for me. Jesse, what's up? Um, just like Beto, I played um. Some Spider-Man. I also ended up getting Dragon Quest Eleven for the PlayStation Four. And time for news. <laughs> it's good. I, I I really dig it. Um, it you know there hasn't been an actual console Dragon Quest since Dragon Quest Eight for the PlayStation Two, and then from there they ended up doing the Dragon Quest Nine for the DS, and then Japan only they did Dragon Quest Ten online, and that was only for the the Wii, the Nintendo Wii, and then they ported it to the Wii U. Never came to America, so this is the first Dragon Quest in a long time on consoles, and it looks what? really nice. What's Which up? one is this? Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh. Uh, and it looks really nice. Very very beautiful looking game. Very old school Japanese RPG turn-based combat. Um, it lets you do choose two modes where you can kind of move around the map and attack, but I didn't really see a benefit to having it that way, so I changed it to just regular combat. Um, I'm digging it my one gripe, though. I'm kind of bummed that the protagonist is still a, a silent protagonist. It's the ones where the t- the, char- the main character Text. won't talk. Oh. No, it just doesn't talk. Like, oh. it's... A lot of developers want it to be so like, oh, you can project yourself through it. But there's a moment in Dragon Quest XI where I'm like, man, I wish this character talked right now. Like, this is such a good scene. And, like, this is a scene that something that I've always thought about. And I'm like, man, only if your character could talk, but your character is just kind of just standing there. And it also contradicts something else, but I don't want to say anything because it kind of ruins the story. But so, play it, so I'm going to play it, so I'm going to fuck. Well, what, anyone else who's listening? Who's Nobody's going to play it, Jesse. 
Let's be real. How many how many people do you think are gonna buy it in the uh, in, in the Americas? <laughs> the Americas. How many quests can a dragon fucking have, dude? It was. It's all different people. It's not the same. The same dragon. Wait, the other Dragon Quests were like on 3DS and shit, right? Mm, well, or one of them was one of them, Dragon okay. Quest Nine, and the other ones were on Nintendo. Nintendo, then the Super Nintendo, then so the PlayStation. Dragon Quest. I want Beto's opinion on how many how many copies Dragon Quest was sell in the Americas. Three. <laughs> Jesse and he buys it twice, and then some other random dude. <laughs> anyway, the cool thing I like, but this is probably the first game I've purchased. You know how like most games have like reversible covers? Yeah. This one had the Japanese original cover as the reversible cover and I changed it cuz it looked really cool. It was actually like the the Akira Toriyama artwork. So I was like, "Oh yeah, sweet, reverse. This is the cover." Did did uh Akira Toriyama just do the art for this? Yeah, he That's just did he did? concept art. Okay. He's always uh, ever only ever done concept art that I know and then I think he he would help with certain things, but I think now his role is pretty much just mostly like artwork, you know. But you didn't have to do anything with the story. I maybe in the beginning a little bit, okay. You know, when they all worked as a team, uh, but now I think it's just a concept artist. Maybe he might have some input on certain things, but not everything. Um, but no, I'm enjoying it. I mean, if you like that old type of uh, turn-based combat uh, Japanese RPG stuff, uh, I say go for it. It looks it looks really nice. Like just. They have, it's cool to see like a lot of the same Dragon Quest stuff happens. Like, I want to say kind of like tropes, but like even like villains, like the bad guys you fight in the field. But now they're more animated and they have more animation. There's like this this weird like monster that's like a cucumber that has like a stick, like a like a spear. Yeah. And then when you kill it, it dies and falls. The spear spins in the air and stabs him in the fucking chest and he dies. <laughs> and I'm, I did extra animation. I was just like, that's really fucking cool. I don't know to me. Um, but yeah, I think so far, I think I have like about nine to 10 hours on it already. And, uh, the story's kind of slow to start, you know, it's, it's not very, uh, it's not very catching as to me personally, as much as, uh, Dragon Quest eight was. Um, and it's, it's getting slower to, to get involved with other characters in the story, but they haven't been introduced yet. Um, but so far I, I am enjoying it. I'm really digging it. I wish they didn't really have a, a silent protagonist. I understand why they do that, but. There were certain moments in it that I was just kind of like bummed out about. But yeah, just, you know, if there's one gripe, um, since there, ha- like I said, since there hasn't really been a, a like a console Dragon Quest since Dragon Quest on uh, 8 on PS2, there isn't that improvement like that, uh, oh man, we're in the ne- new generation PlayStation 4, this PS2, PlayStation 4, like the improvements, there are improvements from the original Dragon Quest to this new Dragon Quest. But it's nothing. It feels like this would have been improvements for the PS3 version of a Dragon Quest. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, like you know, God of War. Is, I'm not saying it needed to do the God of War where it completely changed everything. Yeah, yeah. But I wish. I wish it. I mean, there's a lot that is changed. But I don't know. I just kind of. I think I just want a little bit more. When it came down to it. So you're saying it's a piece of shit? No, it's good. Oh. I like it. But I'm playing Spider-Man right now. <laughs> um, I did go watch a, a movie this week. One movie. Upgrade two? Do you want to go watch uh, Axel? I went to go watch Axel, and it was Axel excellent. Falling. Axel Um, It is was the 20th anniversary of Satoshi Kon's Perfect Blue. It's a Japanese animated film. And it was one I hadn't seen before. And so it was... Um, they're, they're showing it two times. 
Uh, they showed it on Thursday on the 7th. And they're also going to do it on the 10th on a Monday. But I guess the art theater over here, the River Park one, is only going to be doing it on the Thursday. So when I saw that, I was... Because originally I was like, oh, I'll just go Monday. But then when I saw they weren't there and the next one's in Thousand Oaks, I'm like, fuck, I don't want to drive to Thousand Oaks. Yeah. I'll just go on Thursday. So I went on Thursday. Um, always wanted to watch it. Oh, I mean, I really didn't know much about it. I knew that it was like uh, Satoshi Kun's like one... It was... Hit, oh, I don't want to get too... I don't want to get ahead of myself. What's what's it about? Or Th- that's where I'm going to get to, oh, okay. right? But again, not knowing anything about this, um, a lot of animated films, you see a lot of like Studio Ghibli films get re-released in theaters. Like every year they're doing like, this yeah. year they're doing an anniversary. And I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just like, oh, the Studio Ghibli films are always like released in theaters, you know? That's really cool. And they're, you know, re-showing them. So I knew for a while that the movie was going to be coming out in theaters. Uh-huh. So I wanted to make sure I was going to go watch it because... For years, I've always wanted to purchase it or, or get it because I heard it was good. But, like, man, anything from, like, VHS to DVDs to Blu-rays are fucking expensive. And they don't even have any copies, like, new releases and stuff. Which I'm hoping for this 20th anniversary release, they at least re-release, like, a Blu-ray. Mm. Anyway. Um, so, I just thought, okay, I'm going to go up, buy my tickets, and, and sit and, and watch the movie. I thought nothing of it, right? I thought, ah, no big deal, like... This ain't a Studio Ghibli film, so I don't think there's going to be a crazy amount of people. So I was like, oh, yeah, can I have one for Perfect Blue? And they're like, all right, choose your seat, because it was reserved seating. When the screen popped up, I'm like, holy shit. Um, damn it. I hit a button. They're like, oh, no, that's handicapped. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> fuck. I'm like, damn, everything's off to the side. There was uh, just stuff in the front, and I'm like, god damn it. And there was one in the back. I like sitting way in the back. I yeah. like I like to sit perfectly. I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I'm in between. I'm going to be uncomfortable anywhere. Yeah. I'm just going to choose one. Boom. It fucking almost sold out. Well, basically, like, maybe there was, like, eight extra seats Shit. by the time. Like, And I, tri- I tripped out. I'm not saying that I didn't think it was going to do well. I just I didn't know how... It's there's a big I mean there's always been a big anime community in here but I didn't think there was gonna be a ton of people for Perfect Blue I was you know mistaken but gladly mistaken so yeah there I am but then I was like worried because I'm like fuck what kind of audience is this? is this are these people who already know the movie yeah. and they're gonna ruin it no there was a good audience they were fucking quiet I only had one problem though the girl right next to me she was eating her popcorn that's cool no big deal but after a while, I wanted to turn to her and be like, are you eating carrots right now? Because you are fucking loud. <laughs> fucking open Close mouth, your fucking mouth. Because the oil from the popcorn, the smell was coming toward me. So I had to cover my mouth through the, the, through the movie. Because you just kept chewing. And I want to say it's the oils from the popcorn. But yeah. Other than that, yeah. The um, Perfect Blue is about um, a Japanese pop icon, a pop idol. Um, Haruka? She, no. <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, her name's Mima. She she's gonna leave her her group, her trio, and on her last performance, she announces that she's leaving her trio because she wants to pursue acting. Uh-huh. And um, a lot of her fans, some people are you know supportive, and there's some people, certain people that are not very happy about it. So she goes into acting, but it's very small roles. Um, then she starts taking more roles to kind of get her uh, pop idol image, kind of like. You know, hey, don't think of me as a pop idol. But then there's this guy who's sending her letters, sending her messages, all this crazy like like stuff. And then she's doubting like, fuck, should I just go back to like being a pop idol? Like this acting stuff isn't working for me. And then she's taking certain roles that 
some people are very upset because it's kind of like tarnishing her image, but she wants to get that image of being a pop out of the way. So, so like, without without giving anything away, it was it's cool. I don't want to give anything away because even I went in not really knowing what the fuck was going on. What is it kind of like the internal struggle struggle that Elizabeth Berkeley went through when after Saved by the Bell she was deciding on whether she wanted to do Showgirls or not? I guess so. I don't know. So yeah. I can see parallels to that. Yeah, just yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it got from. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, but um, it was really cool. Everything from the animation to like the cinematography, the lighting, the color. Like, there's just things that how perfectly shot and everything was put in the film. Um, and then it kind of like it was kind of cool seeing it with such a huge audience of people. And but like it kind of bummed me out too because I was like, oh shit, like. I think this is something that you would really enjoy, Joe. Like, just this is like a thriller, like a like, oh shit, what's gonna happen type of thing. And 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 you know, I don't I don't want to keep saying anymore because I don't want to ruin anything because I went in basically kind of blind. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just kind of a thing where you it's like when you watch a film, you go, fuck, you should everyone should watch this. But it's like when it comes to anything like animation, I always just feel like there's that majority of people that look at it and be like, oh, it's Japanese animation or it's animation. It's for kids. It's, it's stupid. It's dumb. But there's things they do in it that, yeah, you can do in film, but it just wouldn't look good because you're just going to CGI it. And since it's animation and hand drawn, it just works. Does that make sense? I don't want to give anything away. But Perfect Blue, that was fucking cool. I really enjoyed it. Thumbs up. High fives. Thumbs up, high fives. Anyway, yeah, well, that's going to be it. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, so see you in a bit. Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. A Sony executive has seemingly poured cold water on the idea of an upcoming cross-play solution. According to The Independent, Sony CEO Konichiro Yoshida said during Germany's IFA Electronics Convention on cross-platform. Our way of thinking is always that PlayStation is the best place to play. Fortnite, I believe, partnered with the PlayStation 4, is the best experience for users. That's our belief. But actually, we already opened some games as cross-platform with PC and some others. So we decide based on what is the best user experience. This is our way of thinking for cross-platform. Continuing, Yoshida called competitions from Nintendo and Microsoft a healthy situation for the industry and is the ability to grow. Sony's own growth strategy, added Yoshida, will include mobile, but his words make it sound like it won't include connecting PlayStation players with those on Switch or the Xbox One. In June, Sony's Sean Layden said he was confident Sony would find a cross-play solution that players would understand and accept, yet PlayStation Fortnite players remain the only ones walled off from cross-play and account carry over to other platforms. 
And while Fortnite is the most high-profile game at the center of the crossplay controversy, it is far from the only one. Nintendo and Microsoft responded by releasing a video promoting Minecraft crossplay on Switch and Xbox One. Despite all this and a rash of consumer complaints, Sony doesn't appear ready to abandon its stubborn policy. What's that dude's name again? Kinichiro Yoshida. Yoshida. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Suck balls, man. When PlayStation's the greatest. Yeah, you know what? That's, that's, those, are, those are exactly a lot like the words you all were saying after PS2, and then you had PS3 with your fucking cell engine and your people that want a PlayStation that costs $600 can just pick up two jobs. It's stupid. It's fucking, it's, it's really dumb. I think at this point, for them to continually be like, yeah, it's the best place to play. So, you know, you really should just... It's, I mean, it's a station it's for playing, George. Dumb. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. Get that, your no, head I, out of your fucking ass and just open it up. And if you... Oh, by the way, you can't go and say that and be like, yeah, we like the way things are, but also go like, yeah, competition's healthy. Well, if it's healthy, open that fucking shit up and let other yeah. people let crossplay. You bitch. can't fucking say that you're a fan of both. You're not. You're acting like a little bitch. Sony, you're Japanese cats. You're acting like bitches. Just, I'm just saying. Call of Duty Black Ops 4's Battle Royale mode, Blackout, will feature 80 players when the beta launches next week. Although that number may change for launch or at some point in the future, speaking to Game Informer, Treyarch co-studio head Dan Bunting said that while they had tested internally with 100 players, the studio is, pu is putting the quality of gameplay first over hitting an arbitrary number. What's really more important to us than a number is that the gameplay experience is as refined as it can be. That's the ideal perfect format for what players are going to play, Bunting explained. So we're starting with 80 players, but we've gone higher than that. Whenever we launch a game as a beta or whatever, that's the beginning of something. We're going to actively be participating in the community and taking feedback making changes and adapting, evolving the game as feedback rolls in. So there's a lot that can go on that can happen beyond the first impact of gaming going out there. So at least for the beta, Blackout will feature 20 less players than PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds in Fortnite. The player count for the recently delayed Battlefield 5's Battle Royale mode, Firestorm, was, re was today revealed to be 64 with 16 teams of four fighting for victory. Game Informer has also confirmed that zombies will be in Blackout, but that they are a bit different and can be both a pest and a boon to your efforts to be the best warrior on the battlefield. The inclusion of zombies was teased in Black Ops multiplayer, Black Ops 4's multiplayer beta trailer back in July. Additionally, the vehicles that will be available for the beta and launch were also revealed by Game Informer, including land, sea, and air type vehicles. So does it really matter that Call of Duty's Blackout is going to be, let's say the, their cap is only 80. 20 less people. Do you think that really matters? I don't know. See, I don't think so. I mean... Because do you really get to see all 100 players when you're playing in Fortnite? No. You know what I mean? Uh, you play like 9... Like a lot of them drop out or just won't even jump on. It's like 90... I've played a game where I didn't even come across a player until there was like 20-some players left. Yeah. Sometimes it gets really scattered, but... But it'll say, I mean, I don't know if it's really accurate, but a lot of times when it's, I don't, I don't think I've ever, ever played a game where it actually was 100. It's always like in the low 90s. I will say, I I really, I don't care yeah. about Battle Royale mode. Yeah. yeah. I don't really play Fortnite. Yeah. So really like the push for all this for me, it's just does nothing for me. 
don't care about Black Ops 4. Uh, the fact that they forewent a a uh, single player, which admittedly a lot of their single players lately had been shitty anyways. Mm-hmm. But the like Black there Ops had been has always been <clears throat> decent. Black Ops up Black Ops 1 and 2 were pretty good. 3 I didn't like the single player. And then I actually dug Infinite and uh, World War 2. That was actually I liked those fun. They were fun. Um, but that them they're foregoing this just to do a battle royal mode for me I was already like a dope I was like yeah I'm, I'm not even gonna b- attempt to bother with it I just don't care about no I don't think there's enough bang for your buck and I'm sure they'll be like yeah but we do this for the best like I know I'm done there are a lot of people because of it I mean it's smart to have the beta so people can try it and get those little Fortnite kids off you know and to try Call of Duty but what do you guys think that transition is going to be like? Do you think the person who plays Fortnite, which is free to download game, and, you know, again, kids are paying money or adults too are paying money to buy costumes or get the... Can you get that person who plays Fortnite to buy a $60 game? Nah. And, and I think they'll try it. And I think, I, I honestly believe that most people that are into Fortnite will end up, if they do try the um, Black Ops Blackout mode, They'll play it for like five, ten minutes and then just go back to Fortnite and be like, yeah, Fortnite's way better than this. For those that like Call of Duty already and continue to play Call of Duty for its multiplayer, um, those fans will probably enjoy that. They'll be like, oh, cool. It's, you know, I think they'll dig that. Probably having something different. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's going to do anything to fucking revolutionize and like bring up the sales of Call of Duty again. It's not going to fucking change things. I mean, and like every fucking think- game now, of course, just because everyone's me too. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Um, <laughs> everyone's just fucking adding it. I mean, uh, Battlefield Five is gonna have it too. So it's like, oh look, they've got another. They've got their own fucking battle royal. It's just like everyone is now just. Oh, I have to have that mode too. Yeah. So it's not. It's basically now by by the end of this um, holiday season, battle royal mode won't be anything special because there'll be like fucking thirty of them. So people will be like, do I play all of these? Um, clones or do I just stick with the ones that have been doing it best and you know it's from what it sounds like that would be Fortnite and PUBG I guess because I, I, I mean I guess it still does well right yeah it does yeah so I so mean there's the two now with more and more people like you said adding Battle Royale does Battle Royale kind of shift and just be to becoming the norm like not norm as in like the only multiplayer game, but oh, now this is a, a standard mode. Probably I in most so. shooters, I, I wouldn't doubt that most mainstream, you know, AAA shooters will now all have a fucking battle royale mode. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, to me, it's you know, and you know, I get it. It's the popular thing right now. But you know, you gotta remember that a big part of the reason why it's so popular is because it was a free-to-play free to play thing. It was something that was easily accessible. Not hiding behind the $60 price tag, which, of course, Black Ops is doing and any AAA game generally does. So, you know, I don't think it's going to really help them. Like, it's not going to improve sales. Um, For Call of Duty? I don't think so, no. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying this one's going to do bad. I think it's going to do as yeah. good as the last one or somewhere along those lines. Because Call of Duty, I think the only time it dipped was when Ghost happened. Call of Duty Ghost when it was that tr- was it was a in, weird one. Yeah, it was like in the middle transition still- between PS3 and PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox. There were because it was still coming out for the original systems and the new ones, and it wasn't that I heard it wasn't really that big of an improvement. And I think that was the one that price sold the least, maybe. I well, yeah, but what I'm saying is like 
gone are the are, are the uh, is the heyday when Call of Duty was the fucking Everybody. ten million sell. It does well. I'm not saying it doesn't do yeah. millions now. But if you go year on year, I think the trend is this way. You know, it's not a sharp dive like you're saying, like the ghost yeah. year was. I mean, but I mean, slowly, it's just slowly going down. We won't, we won't really see the effect until the, after this comes out. Yeah. Because in a way, I I guarantee you, Activision looks at Fortnite and goes, "Huh, but they're a free to play. We are, you know, the sixty dollar to pay." Once they start seeing. Their prices starting to go down because I think the last one, the World War II one, did really well. Mm-hmm. It did Call of Duty numbers. So if this next one just does Call of Duty numbers again, they to them they're thinking they're on the right path. And to them, like, yeah, I don't think they don't see Fortnite as competition, but they also see it as like, well, you're not really us. You're not really Call of Duty until it really affects them. And I don't know if they see that yet. I think they know it. I think they see it there. But it's like, oh, okay, hey, kid. Okay, now you're good. That's how I feel. I don't know. But it, I will be very interested to see how Call of Duty does. And I wonder if it just sells because it's Call of Duty. Well, here's like a, here's VG chart. I'm looking at a thing on VG charts that tells you how, how the sales compared to other games in the front. Uh-huh. Like, here's Black Ops 3. Oh, okay. Um, you've got... Modern Warfare did 18 million. That was mm-hmm. the that was one that was their breakout, you know. Mm-hmm. Although Call of Duty two and three also did well, like six million, seven million at that time were fucking great numbers, you know. When did it start dipping? Um, looking at this, advanced. Um, Infinite was whack. So yeah, Modern Infinite Warfare three, Black Ops, each one of those hit 31 million. Um, apparently, Modern Warfare three was just a, like a a tenth more. Uh, than Black Ops. Uh, Black Ops 2 is number three with 29 million. Uh, according to this, Ghost did 27 million. But of course, that was over um, a lot of different consoles. You know? You're right. It's going yeah. in Spanish. Yeah. Um, Black Ops 3 had 25 million. Um, looking at this, so you, you got to say that the, the, the that height was pretty much Black Ops. It's all around the Black Ops, Black Ops 2, Modern Warfare 3. That's when they were like just hitting now 25 million down from 31 is still pretty fucking good yeah. and so i'm so that's what i'm saying is like they're still doing tens of millions they're not in any fucking real like concern that's i mean if there was a concern they wouldn't be pushing these games out every fucking year you know what i mean yeah but i feel like as time goes on it's it's going to slowly trend down i wouldn't be surprised if the next one even black ops 4 would do under 25 million into 24 but again that's that's enough man i mean but yeah. i don't know you know like with how much money they spend on these fucking games now who knows what is a deal-breaking number for them yeah i'm sure it's a high number because of how much they seem to put like the high cost but mm-hmm. i just don't know what that number is yeah it's just, it, it's gonna be an interesting year when it comes to those titles call of duties the fortnite's Nintendo has delayed its upcoming Nintendo Direct due to an earthquake that has struck the North Island of Hokkaido, Japan. Announced via Nintendo's Twitter, Nintendo made the decision to delay the 35-minute Nintendo Switch and Nintendo 3DS Direct and will provide a new date and time in the near future. Due to the powerful earthquake in Hokkaido, Japan, we have decided to delay this week's planned Nintendo Direct. We will provide a new time and date in the near future. Thank you for understanding. The earthquake occurred early Thursday with a magnitude of a 6.7 and followed Typhoon Jebai, the strongest typhoon to hit the mainland of Japan since 1993. 
Typhoon Jibai reached the mainland of Japan. The storm has sustained winds of 140 kilometers per hour, 87 miles per hour, and uh, gusts of 165 kilometers, 102 miles per hour, the equivalent of a Category 1 Atlantic hurricane. According to CNN, the epicenter of the earthquake was located near the town of Atsuma, which is home to 40 residents and lasted for almost a minute. Aftershocks may pose a threat for the next week, and Prime Minister Shinzo Abe has already deployed over 4,000 Defense Force soldiers to help with rescue operations and, if needed, may raise the number up to 25,000. Now, like with anything from the internet, Nintendo announced the Nintendo Direct, which was on a Wednesday, following to be the next day on a Thursday. Now, you hear this news happen and you go, holy shit, okay, that makes sense. Earthquake, people died. If you saw the pictures, dude, it's crazy. Like, you can see streets just cracked cement.、Really? Like, how it is, you just go, holy shit. Like, just like, you know, you, you try to put yourself in that situation. Like, one day you're, you know, everything's cool. The next day, your whole street, you can't even drive a fucking car, let alone a bike down the street, you know?、Um, but of course, the internet being the fucking internet, everyone had to bitch because there were, the delay the had、fuck? to be direct. Like, what can I know about the new Smash Bros. characters? Like, who cares, man? People, there's people, people who are missing、homes. and people died, you、yeah. know? But in that situation, like, you know, yeah, you're fucking Nintendo Direct. Sometimes, pretty much why I brought this up is, is like, sometimes as, as, as gamers, like, the community isn't that great. You know, it's a very toxic place sometimes. Well, just like everything, whenever, when you have a voice, you just fucking you hear the worst one sometimes. Yeah. And in situations like this, it's just like you would assume people would be like, yeah, no, that makes sense, man. They're trying to be respectful and、yeah. there's no point to, to have this. I'm just saying, sometimes, like, yeah, you know, it's not the end of the world that you didn't hear about the new Yoshi game or them announcing whatever. They're going to talk about、uh, Luigi's Mansion. It's like, yeah, we already know it's coming out October, bro. What else do you need to know? It's like, I need to know if it's in 3D or not. It's like, maybe it's a 3DS, bro. I don't know. But, you know, in, in, in moments like that, you kind of just have to, like, yeah, it's not always about games, you know? I love video games, I love everything about it. But sometimes there's more important things.、Yeah. And I think that's what you need to know. If you're listening to this podcast, just I want you to be that person that understands. I don't know if you have anything to say about it, guys. No. Fuck those guys. Assholes gonna be well, assholes. You mean talking about the people bitching, not the. No, fuck Nintendo、yeah. for not doing that. <laughs> no, fuck those people that were fucking bitching. Assholes are gonna be assholes, man. Yeah. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the break. Don't have any topic. I have no fucking topic. I couldn't think of a fucking topic at all this week. And I think I've had a ton. I can't think of anything. I don't know if there's anything you guys want to talk about. I think we, we should just shoot from the hip and just fucking throw shit out there and just see what sticks. What do you think? 
Hey guys, I got one. Okay. Did you guys hear about that Predators movie and that scene being cut? What, what scene? scene? Oh, about a, a, a sex offender? Yeah. What? Yeah. So Shane Black hired his friend to do a, a, a small role in the movie. Was a sex offender? Yeah. Yep. <gasps> and Olivia Munn found out about that, and she's the one that I guess she kind of brought it like, what the fuck? And so the scene got cut. And uh, So she bitched on Brett Ratner again. <laughs> Wait, Brett what? was in the movie? Oh, he's the sex offender? <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. He seemed no, like a fucking No, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I would like to... No, I would like to talk about Brett Ratner and how badly I, I want to punch him in the face. Yeah. And I, I've heard stories about him being a dick beforehand. Like, I've heard stories about him being the kind of a douchebag. But even before the stories, I've always just wanted to punch him in the fucking face. Well, even even when in that, that scene, he had an entourage, too. He was an entourage. Oh, yeah. I just want to punch him. He just seems yeah, like a guy that I want. And he's fat, like... and he's like, not that that matters. But, I mean, he's just like, he thinks <laughs> yeah, he's so great. Bitch. But he's like a fucking <laughs> fat, fat slob. He is. Like, when you watch he him diabetes. after parties, he's like, he's like all fat and slobby and shit like that. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm, moving, I'm fucking... I'm a Hollywood director, so I just get pussy. And I it's just like, like I want to punch him. Like, he, he got... Yeah, I don't yeah. understand how. Yeah, I feel he like made he just hour. No, no, I feel Wasn't like he even a, before a, that... A, a video had, director? Like, a, 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 didn't know. he direct... He made, a, he made a video. I feel like he... Didn't he direct music videos, though? I don't know. But I feel like he's one of those people that knew somebody and gave him a job of directing, and then was like, okay, let's just have this guy direct this fucking shit. Like, if you told me he sucked someone's dick to get his position, I would believe it. Yeah, I would be like, yeah, that sounds like something he would do. I just feel like it would, you know, and I'm just like, I, I don't like him. I don't fucking like him at all. I want to punch him in the face. I don't like him. Yeah, I don't like him. I don't. But I mean, good. You know, I got to say, though, Shane Black, man. Hey, man, dude, come on, bro. If your buddy's a sex offender, and I get it's to be, I'm, I'm just saying, and I'm not trying to be a controversy here, but the, to be a sex offender, it can literally be something as stupid as peeing in peeing front of a school or something like that. And I like get that. Horrible but I mean, if your buddy's fucking a sex offender, regardless of what that's for, and you're like thinking, yeah, let me hire him and put him on my movie, you know, maybe think that through a little bit, especially now. Did he know? Apparently, his fucking buddy's been in, like, his buddy, he got yeah, bit roles in, like, Iron Man 3 and some yeah. other shit, and no one fucking Did he no know one... he was a sex offender, though? I'm pretty sure he did. I'm I'm guessing that he probably tried to keep it on the low, just, yeah, yeah, we can get you in this movie. And then it was probably, like, you know, just like, yeah, we'll get him in, and no one really, like, like went through and No, Shane, yeah. It's like, they found out. Fuck! I'll just take it out. Shit. Yeah, take it it's out. like, fuck. Sorry, Bill. Those are cool. That was fun. But, yeah, that was kind of stupid. I was like, oh, man, that's not smart. Now, I will say, <laughs> everything, like, from when they're showing stuff for the Predator, I was like, fuck, another Predator movie. Fuck this. The only good Predator was the first Predator. Who cares? You know, and the trailers they showed before weren't good. And then I was hearing this, like, whoa, they put out the last trailer. It's a straight-up Red Band trailer. And, like, people are saying, it's good. I'm like, how good can this be? Yeah. Played it, and I was like, holy shit, I want to watch this movie yeah. now. <laughs> it just it just seemed like it didn't take itself serious. And it's just like, yeah, we're just about fucking, fucking shit up, and this predator's killing things. And it's like, yeah, that's what you're doing, and you're not hiding it. You know, you're not trying to be anything else. And, like, the other trailers just seemed like, this is what it's about. It's about people who fight predators and be. Um, this one's... It seemed really cool. I was just like, I just even like the dialogue, and I think that's what I remember hearing. Like Shane Black was in the first Predator because he was hired to punch up the dialogue, so that's why you got uh, lines like, "Do not kill me, do it." No, well, I don't know if oh. it's that, but like he's like, I would uh, say I was actually, he's like, "Hey man, you're bleeding." He's like, "I don't got time to bleed." Just the by Ventura, but 
But what people usually miss, because people always quote that, I don't have time to bleed. But the next line is the guy going, oh, okay. <laughs> like, people miss that. But like, oh, it seemed like that, like Shane Black was, yeah, he got hired to fucking be that guy, you know, yeah. to write those lines. And then watching the trailer for the new Predator one, the last trailer, it was just like, um, they're explaining like they had a Predator on the table and they're like, yeah, he hunts and stuff like that. He hunts, he does this, he d- it does it for sport. Olivia Munn's there and she goes, he seems more like a, a, a hunter, a, a pack, uh, sports, sports hunter. Yeah. And they're like. Nah, we, we we took a vote. Predator sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> cool. watch the trailer, dude. Like I'll it put fucking it on that yeah. when that happened, that fucking I've heard sold that me, it's dude. fucking there's a lot of funny shit in that. Like they they literally like throughout the movie they're yeah. like riffing and it's like it's not a comedy movie, but there's a lot of fucking yeah. funny witty lines in that shit. That shit sold me and it's gonna make me just go to the movie and be like, Yeah, it's this is all it is and it doesn't have to be anything else. Which is yeah. good. You it doesn't have even to have to live that's the thing, like yeah. I always felt like any Predator movie they made is like, oh, this is trying to live up to fucking the first one. one. But really, it's like, no, just be your own. Just fucking kind of just say you're just going to fucking be who. But the first one was kind of just like straight up. No, no, you're right. I'm not trying to say the first one was like fucking Godfather. No, but it's really, no, I mean, they they should just make movies like that. I don't know. Other movies try to to build too much uh, story into it. Like the, I don't know, any other older Fucking Predator movies. Yeah. Alien vs. Predator shit. Bethel, you got anything that's been chapping your ass? Uh, yeah, those people that have been saying that Eminem's new album is a piece of shit, you guys are fucking right, because it's fucking terrible. <laughs> I thought oh, you were going to yeah. call them pieces of shit. <laughs> okay, like, I heard, I heard it. Okay, I agree with you. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. When I heard it, I'm like, oh, okay, like, he's rapping, he's dissing. All right, that's the first track. Okay, cool. Second track, rapping, dissing. All right, all right, cool. Third track, hey M, this is is just gonna be an album about you complaining. It was basically an album about him complaining. The only good song that I liked was a uh, good guy. Uh-huh. That sounded like one of his older yeah. stuff. But other than that, like one good song out of the whole album. That song normal. There's the part where he goes, uh, "Why you bitches gotta? Be, why can't you bitches be normal? Why you gotta be so extra like a fucking terrestrial?" That's what he says. That's one of his runs. That's really cringy. It made me really fucking like. It made me go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, even like fuck. What was it? Um, that was me every cringy. everyone's putting out like, dude, this is he's he he lit this guy up. Oh man, he's talking shit about this one guy. It's just like, okay, like it's. And I, it's, I'm I'm saying this as a a, a a fan of old Eminem's old shit. I fucking love this old stuff. But no, I mean recently, I mean I don't know when the when the, when the last time he had a good album. Like probably the encore. Is that or Marshall Mathers? Uh, here's one? here's an admission. The last one I heard was Encore. I haven't heard an album from him since Encore. When yeah. he's come back, I haven't yeah. listened to anything. It's all that. been like really weird. I haven't really bothered. I it's not and it's not even for me to say like I like they just everything I heard sucked. Like yeah. I know he had some radio shit and I, yeah. I wasn't anti the radio shit, but I just I don't care anymore. Here's here's the thing, and we've had these discussions before. Like, I don't listen to really much new rap nowadays and stuff. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll talk to you guys about certain things. Like, I don't understand why people like Drake. I don't understand yeah. why people like Kanye. But you, Beto, you made so much fucking sense. And a recent song that Kanye came out with, I listened to it. And I'm like, you are fucking right, Beto. 
the beat is good. Oh yeah, always. If the beat is good and the rhyme yeah, goes yeah. along with it, it's good. You could say the stupidest shit. Yeah. As long as it got a catchy hook and a really good beat, it's fucking. And it, I do not like Kanye, but I was like, holy shit, the beat is good. Which one? Uh, the new one where he's like a Roblox character. Or oh whatever. yeah, the fucking uh, yeah yeah. I know you're talking about. I forget what it's called with the little pump. Hmm. I was the, like, wow, this yeah. is actually good. Fuck. You're such a fucking hoe and I love it, something like that. Yeah, you're such a yeah. fucking hoe. I like my dick sucks, some shit yeah, like that. I don't it's know. fucking terrible. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking it's... horrible lyrics, but I'm like, the beat is yeah. good. And you're right. All that matters now is if the beat is good. And I think that was the problem with the Eminem album is that there's really no beats that are good. It's just him mm-hmm. rapping in certain times well, yeah. but then I, I'm like, I don't care about this stuff that yeah, much. Yeah. Hey guys, I got something we can talk about. Destiny 2. <gasps> four, man, how about that fucking push that Activision's doing? Oh like, yeah, to get we didn't talk buy this about shit. it. Holy crap. Dest- I'm going to force us. Like they're they're basically okay, so number 1, they're Dest- giving you away you guys for free. And now if you buy a game at fucking Best Buy, they're basically just giving yep. you a copy of oh, Destiny yeah. 2 Best free. Buy it's copies. like fuck. At first I thought it was a price there cuz they were talking about it and then it's yeah. like, oh, it's No, 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 we're giving it to you. <laughs> It's yours. It's like, what if I don't want it? Can I take it? I was. <laughs> is there a way to delete it? They're like, no, no, it's free. It's yours. Okay, like, but I don't want it. So PlayStation Plus, it, it's one of their PlayStation Plus free games, right? Mm-hmm. And it's always the free game the first week of the Tuesday. This was free days before, right? So I was like, you know what? I'm never gonna play Destiny Two, but I always just like to. There's a feature for the free games to let you put the games in your library. Yeah. So I always just, hey, I'm just going to put it in my library, but I'll probably never download these games. But since I get them for free for a subscriber, I at least want to know I can download this if I ever want to play it, which probably will never happen for like a majority of the games I put in my library. Destiny 2 was not one that you can put in your library. You had to download it. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to, though. Because what I'm trying to do now, because I got a new PlayStation Pro and I got an external hard drive with it, I don't want to delete anything. I don't want to delete anything on the hard drive itself or even the external hard drive. And even, I don't know how it works. Okay. I'm probably a hundred percent wrong, but let's say it started downloading destiny. Yes. I could cancel it, but I don't know if a hard drive tries to make empty space to fill in whatever. Does that make sense? Like to put the game in there. I don't want to make this imaginary free space for destiny and fuck everything up. Does that make sense? Yeah. In a way. Um, again, I could be 100% wrong. People who are more familiar with this are like, oh, you fucking idiot. You don't know how hard drives work. And you know what? Yeah, I probably don't know how they work. I ha- I found a solution around that. But what I had to do was purchase the game on my phone because when you purchase a game on your phone, unless you choose for it to automatically download to your console, it won't be automatically downloaded to your console. It'll just be in your, you know, ready to download mm-hmm. or in your download. So I basically was able to put it in my library but not with the option from the PlayStation Store to put in my library. I had to do it through my phone app. So, which I will never download the game anyway. So, Joe, do you think that with them giving basically Destiny 2 for free for everyone who didn't purchase it, do you think Forsaken will bring more people in? Or do you think it's just going to be your usual, I'm going to try it out. And then that's it. I'm going back to whatever game I was playing before. Do you think this is a smart strategy or the only strategy Bungie could do right now? 
I mean, considering that the sales for the games have, have not been anywhere close to what they were, uh-huh. and you just hear a lot of negativity and just bad stuff about the people that have been playing the games and like or like like not enough in-game content and stuff like that. Um, I think it's their only choice. Yeah. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna say to start with this. The Destiny experiment has always it, it is what it's exactly that it's an experiment because you really can't you can't fucking it's a shooter but it's an MMO you know and this was at mm-hmm. a time where it was like well we want to do things that single player games do but also things that a uh, an MMO does and you know admittedly it's neither it's neither it's neither just an RPG or like a, a first-person shooter RPG, and it's not an MMO. It's it's a combination of two, and you knew that. I feel like going in, people weren't going to be happy. There was going to be a section of people yeah. that like one style that were going to be like, I don't like this. And I feel like the people that are into MMOs don't like the end game. A lot of them didn't like the end game contact and content, and then people that were big first-person shooters weren't used to having to grind as much for stuff. Like there's games where there's grind. Like there's shooters where there were like. Where you do have to grind, like Borderlands is a or, great, yeah. exp- you know, yeah. uh, example. Um, but you're, you're you're coming from a company that did Halo, where there's no such thing as a grind. You know what I mean? Like Bungie, yeah. people had expectations. So, you know, when the second Destiny, when Destiny, two, first of all, you know, I, I feel like they they were. I don't want to call them liars, but they were dishonest, dishonest about a lot of the stuff they talked about when that game first came out. They mm-hmm. said Destiny was a ten-year thing. You know, and when you first heard that, I was like, okay, cool. You're going to support this, you know, for 10 years. Yeah. I got that there were going to be expansions. I figured, oh, okay, it's going to be like... World of Warcraft. Kind of. And then yeah. right off the bat, they're like, oh, you know, you, you saw the, you, you saw regular Destiny. Um, you, you, and we've talked about the betas, the alpha and the beta on the shit and how... You know, remember when we finally got to the yeah. final game? We're like, Jesus, we played this so many fucking times. Yeah. It wasn't the yeah. best way to, to introduce it. Yeah. Um, but like I got into it and I liked, I enjoyed it and I, I had a good time with Destiny and it was fun. And, and then, you know, every time I got at a certain point in Destiny, I just got tired of it. Yeah. And then I would come back to it and I would like it, but then I'd get tired of it again. You know, there was just like nothing to keep me going. I, I wasn't big on doing the same missions over and over again. Uh, it was fun sometimes with friends. Yeah. There's modifiers, but in the end of the day for me, like you're doing the same missions over and over again. Yeah. I did enjoy collecting loot and collecting... Um, but it just, like, at, at some point, like, I just, I get, I don't know, I can only do so much with it. Yeah. Um, the multiplayer was a lot of fun. I actually enjoyed playing playing the multiplayer in this. And I, and that's the thing that it was fun, but I think they, I really felt like they considered that an afterthought yeah. at the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and they, did, they added stuff as time went on. But then, like, you know, for me, it was like when the Taken King came out, and it was like, this is the change that everyone, every time a new... Expansion. Expansion comes out, like, the proper big expansion is like, this is the destiny you want. And then Taking King came out, and I liked it. Taking King was great. It 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 really added personality and a, a proper story to Destiny, yeah. and it changed a lot of the structure of a lot of like because early Destiny, the first Destiny, was super repetitive. Yeah, all those missions I felt like they were the same. It was annoying, and then Taking King felt different. It felt like a great expansion. It was cool, you know. And then I don't know, man. Like then the next year when they had that that delay on destiny 2 and you got another expansion that wasn't really as big but they kind of yeah. built it as like the next taking king and i never played that i was like i'm not gonna play that and then like you hear like yeah it's you got about you're gonna get about solid four or five hours of, of new stuff material and i was like 
for 30 or 40 bucks, again, it just, I really feel like at some point you're, they're just hamstringing. They're just trying to get as much cash out of you. Yeah. And then with Destiny 2, I don't know, man. Like, I still haven't really given it a proper, like, I played it for a little bit. I was having fun with it. I liked the story, like, everything. And I just, I don't know. I just stopped playing it. Yeah, yeah. I plan on going back to it. Like, I'm wanting mm-hmm. to go back and try it out and, and, and fuck with it some more. Cause try it out. It was fun, but. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, it's a weird, I don't think it's going to matter. I don't know how to, I don't know if there's a right way to do that game. Do we get Destiny 3 or does Bungie just start something new? Yeah, were they doing on some, they were doing something else? Oh. Oh, wait, that was EA, right? They were, were they doing something like, that, that looked like uh, Destiny? And that's Anthem. And that was Bioware. Oh, Bioware was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think they end up doing another expansion and then probably we get another Destiny I, or maybe not. I don't know. They have this 10-year plan, and right now we're basically in year four or five of it. Activision paid for it. I don't know. Remember when Destiny was our, our game of the year by default? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I was forgot. a shitty year. Yeah, yeah it was a shitty yeah. fucking year, man. But, I mean, I know of people that still fucking play it. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, so not, dude, if you're... Cool. I mean, we've always been this way. If you if we're talking we about something if we're talking about something but you dig the game that's good like I'm 100 like happy that you're enjoying if you're enjoying Destiny 2 that's awesome it just Sorry. for me I just got kind of burned out yeah. with the first one and yeah, then like, when two came along the beta those, and then you're just like fuck you played over when this when it released yeah my nephew my really nephew repetitive. talked to me and he's just like oh it's Destiny 2 what is it and I explained it to him and I was just like what's the story and even I was just like uh yeah, there's really- the traveler comes and oh I don't know and he's like do you still play it I'm like oh I got kind of burned out and he gave me a look like what does that mean and I'm like um well I, you know I played enough and I'm just kind of got Tired, over it yeah. that's it and he, and, but I didn't want to make it seem too negative you know um but yeah well I think that's it for rambling that's going to be it for this week in third party controller podcast. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at third party controller podcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at third party controller podcast. Remember it's third party controller podcast with a three. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse PS Libra with Beto Esparza and the mouth of the West, Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else. But we kind of get the job done later. Real quick, are you still recording right now? Yeah. I just want to say real quick, um, the Colin Kaepernick thing. Okay. You've seen it, right? The ad, yeah, the yeah. Nike thing. Okay. Oh, yeah, fuck, yeah. I'm just, and I've never wanted to do this, but seriously, fuck you, everyone that's already done their fucking... The memes? Uh, the, yeah, yeah. It's gotten so fucking old so yeah. quick. People just latch onto shit make memes. It's not even funny, that. but like, I, it, it's, it's funny for a day, but then like after two fucking days of yeah. seeing it over, like you should already be like... Like at this point, if you make one, you should already fucking know that it's been done a million times. It's not funny. It's just stupid now. It doesn't matter what you do it from. It's just, it's fucking dumb. So for every last person that made one funny. like five minutes afterwards, make me laugh. fuck you.
<laughs> Fuck you too. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, the ones I actually like are just the ones that I that they're referencing little things that I that I like. Like um, uh, your mom's house does a lot of them. They're pretty funny. So you're part of the problem. Fuck you, Joe. You just Fuck complain. You. You're a fucking old man that doesn't like a lot of shit. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm vintage. Okay. Fucking, fucking vintage. You're you're fucking archaic, ho. Stupid internet slut. Fucking ancient bitch. I'm gonna use my one kill on Bethel. <laughs> oh! 